0: Velkommen til the Scandinavian podcast. I dagens specialudgave om 2025 planen runde bord
1: sidder David Sheppard vores direktør og bestyrelsesformand for klubbens bestyrelse Lars Nøhme. David what what is the reason creating plan 2025 and and how was the process? So when I came
0: in 2016, there was already a five-year plan in place and um, that plan has pretty much finished. That plan, The result of that plan was where we are now with a full membership and with a, uh, an economy that covers the, co- the operational costs. But you know, we are still very early in our club's journey and I think it's really important that you don't just stop there and you have a medium to long-term strategy. So it was important we set new goals, we set new targets, Um, and and had a a process that everybody was involved in from the owners to the to the boards uh, to the management team that really listened to the members so um, and rather than having a year-to-year plan um, i thought i thought it was much more important to have a five-year plan Uh, and that's what we did and then the process to to create it so the main process was First of all, to listen to the members, and we did that through the members' survey, and we did that through a series of interviews with with a few individuals. Um, we also had some roundtable discussions with the with the golf club board members, where we took uh, some topics in a little bit more detail. We did interviews with uh, the management team uh, to get their view on on what's going on, and we did some discussions with uh, the APS board and the representatives of the owners as well. So, we. We took the time to collect data and, and opinion and views of um, all the stakeholders involved. Lars, maybe you could just tell, um, tell the people who are listening how, how the members and how the golf club board were involved.
1: Yeah, it was very important for the golf club that plane plan 2025 was made with UD med bidrag fra medlemmerne, som en samlet og fælles plan for The Scandinavian og The Scandinavian Golfklub. Golfklubben har tilretlagt processen i samarbejde med The Scandinavians ledelse, og planen er udarbejde med udgangspunkt i medlemmernes tilbagemeldinger, blandt andet fra medlemsundersøgelsen, medlemsinterview og den dialog, som vi jo øvrigt har i det daglige i forbindelse med spil på banen, indtjekning, klubarrangementer osv. osv. Golfklubens bestyrelse har generelt en bred medlemskontakt, og bestyrelsen blev i to grupper interviewet og besvaret en lang række spørgsmål, relateret til klubbens målvision med mere. Målet var at sikre, at planen afspejler klubens og dermed medlemmernes ønsker og forventninger. Herudover blev der gennemført en, en række interviews med, med medlemmer, representative for klubbens forskjellige medlemsgrupperinger. Uh,
0: Thanks Lars and, and also as part of the process um, the golf club board provided provided me and the team with a list of uh, I think it was 27 priorities and things that were really important to the members. Could you tell us a little bit about that?
1: Ja, yeah, vi godt. Eller kan jeg godt. Den uh, høy kvalitet og den fortsatte udvikling af eh uh, the Scandinavian Det er, det er hele udgangspunktet for, øh, for golfklubbens bestyrelse, selskabsbestyrelse og ejerne. Og derfor udarbejdede vi en øh, prioriteret liste over opgaver, øh, faciliteter og forbedringer, som medlemmerne via medlemsundersøgelsen interviews med, med, med mere har tillagt stor værdi. Og øh, det, det er faktisk, øh, vi er imponeret og vi er også glade for, at der er allerede implementeret en, en lang række af disse ting. Et helt synligt eksempel er er nye bagskabe, forbedring og udvidelse af parkeringsarealet, der er udskiftet, og som mange har set, så har vi fået en drinksbogge. Det er ved eftersporet af medlemmerne i i lang tid, og jeg ved ikke, om det bliver en permanent løsning. Det Det forudsætter jo, at vi som medlemmer tager det til os og benytter os af det. Det der er også en række emner fra, fra listen, som, som vi ikke har sat i kraft nu eller har implementeret nu, Og det er, det er opgaver, vi vil gå ind og arbejde med at prioritere. Og der er selvfølgelig en lang række spørgsmål, der, der er for, vi vil forholde os til i forhold til, hvordan medlemmerne prioriterer det fremadrettet. Og så er der selvfølgelig også nogle økonomiske forhold, som, som vi tager stilling til. What are the main goals for the club in the next five years? Yeah, so we set out
0: a load of targets and and a load of goals throughout plan 2025. And and a lot of them were based on the cornerstones that that you've probably seen. But I think the ones that that stick out to me are are along the lines of quality and availability. Those are the two things that were, you know, prominent throughout everything. Um, And I think The concentration and the goals for us are to make sure that the golf course condition um, and the golf course structure and design and and everything else continue to improve year after year. I think, you know, the changes we've made over the last few few years have been really well received and we want to keep doing that. So um, quality, uh, especially the clubhouse as well, you know, the clubhouse is now 11 years old and it's important that we... um, continue to look after that to make sure it looks fantastic for the next um, 10, 20, 30, 40 years. And then availability, it's, it's really vital that we get the the balance between the number of members we have, the number of company days we have, the number of green fee guests we have, um, and we get the balance absolutely right so we can still pr- provide good levels of availability for the members when they want to play. So. Uh, the so focus on those two things are our goals. And then for the economy, we've reached a, a first step, let's say. We've reached a point where um, the revenue that we produce as a golf club covers the running costs. But the next stage is to is to make sure that the golf club is fully sustainable and that the the economy that's produced um, can cover the uh, the needs of the golf club to stay at this level and we're not there yet we need to we need to invest in this project and this golf club year after year to make sure that it stays as fantastic as it is today Um, and that's probably the third goal over the five
1: years due to the the plan 2025 we uh, want to be the the best sustainable uh, golf course in the region could you please set some words on that Yeah, of course, I think there's two
0: sides to it. I think the first is the fact that as part of the plan 2025, one of the seven cornerstones was sustainability. And that means that we want to um, continue to do everything we can to be sustainable in terms of the environment. So we already have an amazing water system where we don't take groundwater. Denmark is already pretty difficult in terms of chemicals, but we want to do everything we can uh, across the whole property, whether that's the way that we treat our rubbish, whether that's the uh, how we dispose of our um, materials, whether that's um, the plastics we use in the club and, and whether we can reduce some of the single-use plastics. That's the first side. So we want to be better at that over the five years. And the second part of the sustainable angle is We want to be sustainable economically as a golf club and that means that we want the club's economy to cover the operating costs but also the capital requirements to keep the golf club at this level, but also to cover the costs of any improvements that we want to make or any additional uh, projects we
1: want to complete. Each year we experience improvements and changes uh, at the Scandinavian. Could you please talk about a couple of these? Yeah, of course, um, each year about this, about this time of year,
0: we start to look at, at how the winter's going to look and what plans we've got and what projects we want to do. Um, we, of course, get a lot of feedback throughout the year, and we, and we of course, have got the, uh, all the survey information from January. So you get all that information together gives us lots of time and lots of information to decide what we want to do. Um, and, of course, then we have our own thoughts on what we want to do that maybe have not been suggested by the members, but we still think are are extremely valuable. So, um, this is the time of year where we do it. We make a plan. Uh, In the past, examples of that have been sort of resurfacing the car park, so quite a lot of members were frustrated with um, the walk from the car park to the clubhouse. The path was dusty. Uh, the, The second car park, which became more used, was very dusty, so we took that decision to resurface the car park and the pathway. Um, But even more important than that, I think it goes on to the golf course and, um, you know, some of the changes that we've done on the golf course or that we do each year on the on the golf course, some extremely visible like six new uh, where we made the change to make that hole uh, more playable and then some that are maybe not so visible or not so apparent and obvious every every time. So give a couple of examples of that. Things like the bunker on Six Old was reduced by about 30%. Not many people realise that, but it, but it improves the playability of the hole. Also about 50, 50 metres over the water on Six New, uh, there was a small area of rough... Uh, rough grass where they used to get a lot of lost balls, and we cleaned that out and we, we replaced that with semi-rough. And each year we, we changed the, the cutting lines of the rough, we've, we've got 50% more semi-rough now than we had three or four years ago following Bruce's visit. So each year we make changes to try and make the golf courses fairer, more fun, more playable, to help speed of play. Um, some that are come directly from members like pathways and some that we decide ourselves or, or we use the architect um, to help us with with those um, so yeah and there's and that will continue I think that'll continue forever. I don't think a property like this will ever uh, finish uh, and and Russell and I and, and Br- with Bruce's support will continue to look for ways to improve the golf course and the way that people get around the golf course each year. The second thing is, You know, we've had a a period of five years where we've grown dramatically. We've grown the number of members. Um, I I imagine the next five years will be much more stable. Uh, We'll stick with um, a nice balanced amount of members. I don't imagine we're going to have years where we grow by 200 again. Um, So what we want to do is create a club where when you walk in as a member, you're going to know the people that are here. and And when you come back in April, you're not going to see 100 new faces. So I think they're the two things we, you know, the quality and, the, and the, uh, the benefits we're going to see from having extra water and the stability of the club by not having this regular turnaround or, or a revolving door that we maybe had in, in the past. We're going to be much more stable, much more consistent. Okay, Lars. I mean, just to finish off, um, maybe you could just close the the podcast and and tell the
1: members uh, how we want to finish. Yeah, that will again. Uh, focus from from club's, golf club's bestyrelse is are the forhold og the ting som efterspørs og som medlemmerne tillegger størst værdi. Som det fremgår af plan 2025, er der er der tale om en ganske ambitiøs plan som skal fastholde, men også udvikle. The Scandinavians Baner, Faciliteter og medlemskabet til glæde for klubens medlemmer. Udgangspunktet for bestyrelsens arbejde er et tæt samarbejde med The professionelle ledelse, som sikrer at rammerne til hver tid lever op til medlemmernes forventninger om kvalitet. Og golfklubens fornemmeste opgave er derfor at bidrage til at tilretlægge arrangementer, aktiviteter turneringer med mere som sikrer, at der skabes en uh, god og sund klubkultur med vægt på fællesskab og på klubbens værdier. Og vi, vi gentager jo igen og igen uh, vores værdier, som uh, er, er meget vigtige for os. Og med din ord nåede vi enden på denne episode
0: angående 2025-planen. Tak til David og Lars. Og på vegne af Skandinavien vil jeg gerne og sige tak, fordi du lyttede med. Har du nogle emner, som kunne være sjovere at berøre i podcasten, må du endelig kontakte os i receptionen eller på mail. Tak fordi du lyttede med.